Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Happy Tuesday, Dallas Cowboys fans, and a very happy Tuesday to every single person who knew that the Dallas Cowboys would win four games in a row after they lost their season opener to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me from all throughout the Blog and the Boys universe. This is, of course, the Blog and the Boys podcast network, and we have a very special bonus episode available for you today. Today's episode is a part of our interview series, which means, that's right, you guessed it, it is an interview. We were very fortunate on Monday afternoon to sit down with Dallas Cowboys running back Tony Pollard and talk about a variety of things. We talked about Tony's Q30Q collar that he wears. That's a part of his gear that he's wearing this season that helps him play safe, feel safe, and operate in a safe manner. That's obviously something that we care a great deal about. We also spoke about this Cowboys season, the success that the Cowboys are having, the running backs, the running back room, who Tony thinks deserves more love on the team as a whole, the offensive line. It was a very, very fun conversation. Uh, This interview obviously is something that you are about to listen to, but if you'd like, you can watch me interview Tony Pollard on the Blog of the Boys YouTube channel. And I don't want to push you away from here. I certainly love that you are a subscriber here to the blog of the boys podcast network if you haven't yet please do subscribe uh, but if you can please do subscribe to the blog of the boys youtube channel and while i think you'll enjoy this interview and this conversation you know whatever the case may be you're probably going to get a little bit more out of it if you head on over to youtube because over the second half of this conversation tony breaks down the 57 yard touchdown run that he had for the cowboys against the la rams on sunday afternoon we go frame by frame he tells us what he's thinking what's going through his mind etc it was really fun and the video element and obviously add something to the conversation, but I do think you'll enjoy it if you'd rather sit here and listen. Maybe you're driving to work, packing the lunches. I don't know what the case may be, but without further ado, let's go ahead and get to it. Once again, our gratitude, our thanks to Q30, to Tony Pollard, and to you for hanging out and listening. So let's get to it. Here he is, Dallas Cowboys running back, Tony Pollard. Pleased to be joined by the one, the only, the legendary fresh off of a 57-yard touchdown run against the Los Angeles Rams on Sunday afternoon. It is the one and only Tony Pollard. Tony, how's it going? Doing good. Thanks for having me. What did you eat for lunch today? That's my first question to you. What did I eat for lunch? Um, I had breakfast. I had eggs. I had pancakes and bacon. Okay. And some- That's- yeah, I had some green machine juice too. How do you how do you take the eggs? Like over over medium, over easy, scrambled? Like what's your thing? Um, scrambled. Okay, all right, I can yeah. deal with that. More of an over medium guy myself. Um, right before we started recording this, um, it was a really embarrassing moment for me. You know, I do this for a living, and I had the situation on mute. You were kind enough to go get some headphones, even when it got the wired ones, like the old school. <laughs> old um, school. Are, I had to. I had to look hard for these. Um, are are you? mad or upset with me like am i not doing my job right now so many people i mean you know in your profession love to criticize you and your teammates when things are going well this is your chance to kind of flip the script like i messed up here i i fumbled (laughs) i threw an interception right now nah you good with me we all good all right 
That's awesome. Uh, you're joining us today on behalf of Q30 and the Q Caller helmet that you are wearing. I've got a photo uh, here for you. Um, our podcast audience can't see this, and I know you're on your phone, so it might be a little bit small. Uh, a lot of people have had a lot of things to say about this. It's it's a pretty popular trend around the NFL. Tell us a little bit about it. Um, it's basically just an added layer of protection for me on the field, um, just to protect my brain from, you know, brain injuries from, you know, the impact that we take. And I know that you've said before in all the discussions that a lot of your teammates have have hit you up and kind of asked you, I'm sure, like in the locker, like, hey, what's that? Because it, it looks really futuristic. What are what are the most common um, like things that are said to you? I think people make the Power Ranger joke a lot. You might be too young to appreciate the Power Ranger <laughs> reference. No, I remember that. But um, a lot of people ask me, is it like, does it have like, is it a fan? I've been asked that a lot of times. Um, they'll ask me, does they play music or things like that? And I'm like, no, nah, it's just, and then I have to tell them and break it down to them what it is. Right. There's no Bluetooth. Uh, you don't need the wired headphones like you have going on here. Um, do you feel safer? I mean, that's obviously the goal I would imagine. So like, I mean, you get hit a lot. Does, does, can you feel the difference between this and your old helmet? Honestly, I, I can feel the difference since I've been wearing it, you know, from what well, is my first year wearing it. So right. from the previous year that I've been in the league not wearing it to now like I honestly feel the difference like I don't really I feel like I'm more protected than you know most guys out there that's awesome uh very awesome stuff that's happening here again I know it's really popular uh throughout the NFL um this I I actually I want to get this one out of the way first so it's your new helmet you have a it's not new anymore but do you ever miss the number 36 or, or was that just like the worst day of your life when you found out you were going to wear 36 as a rookie yeah, that was tough. <laughs> um, you joined the NFL. That was tough. Uh, you were drafted before. I, and, like, I don't know if this bothers you. If I were you, it would bother me. Um, I don't know if you search your name, like, on GIF keyboards. There's still some from your rookie year that are there with the 36. The 20 is so much cleaner. But if you had joined the NFL after position players have been allowed to wear single digits, what would you have still gone 20? Or, or what would be your optimum number? A lot of people think you would look good in one. Yeah, I would have either won for one or probably five. Okay. Either one of those. All right. Well, uh, Kelvin Joseph and Brian Anger have been put on notice. Um, so um, <laughs> this has been, I have to imagine you've heard the noise about your team this season, um, especially after week one. I know you guys have done such an incredible job of just rallying around one another. What has it been like? I, I, I would assume this has been the maybe the craziest, most fun stretch of your career. Not that anything else wasn't fun, but it, it really has been you guys against the world for the last month. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much how we've been looking at it. Um, you know, it's us against everybody else. And uh, we know that we have to step up. And actually, it's, it's been pretty fun, just like you said, just going out there, trusting the training, trusting our practice, what, what we've been doing week in and week out, and then just game day, just going out there having fun. Who do you feel like isn't getting enough credit? Because a lot of people are throwing, you know, flowers. And, it, like, there's a lot of credit to go around. So, like, maybe the answer is everybody. But who do you feel like you don't see their name, you don't see Instagram posts or whatever hyping people up? Like, who would you like to give some love to right now? Uh, I would like to give love to the O-line. Uh, I feel like they've been they've been straight dogs, straight savages for us this year and um, been punishing teams up front. And it's been it's been making a difference for us. Yeah, I mean, Tyler Smith, again, another thing that a lot of people had a lot of thoughts on, and, and he has been, you know what it's like to come to the NFL as a rookie. I feel like all due respect to Tyron, the great Tyron Smith, but like he has made it feel like there isn't much of a difference. He's playing at that high of a level. Yeah, I mean, 
Tyron Smith is the guy that you can't just right. You can't just replace him like that. So it's always going to be missed not having him out there. But having a guy like Tyler Smith that can come in behind him, I mean, that's probably the best situation we could have asked for. So the first game that you guys won against the Bengals was kind of a surprise and it was fun. You had a big, you know, carry in that game as well. A uh, big little pitch from Cooper. He gets all the credit, right? It looks like, oh, Cooper rushed the ball 46 <laughs> yards when you did all the work. I can't believe they didn't give you that touchdown. But um, you had the 57-yard touchdown against the Rams. But the first three games are a little bit different. I, I don't know. You tell me, was it was it different going to L.A. and going to the Rams? Did you feel like, okay, it's a Super Bowl champs. Let's knock them out? I mean, McCarthy had the line that everybody loved about y'all not being anybody's underdog. Did Was it different for you guys to go play the reigning world champs? I mean, I honestly, I don't think we thought too much into, like, the big name and everything behind it. Um, at the end of the day, we go out there and just play football and just have fun doing it. And it's been showing. What's your favorite play from Sunday's win? Is it Michael Gallup's catch? Because I don't know how he does this anymore. I mean, Michael Gallup's pulling off these crazy acrobatic, you know, holding half his feet in. Um, I mean, what, what, like, I don't know if you've watched the entire game. I don't know how much film you've watched yet. But what was your favorite play from Sunday's win? Favorite play? Uh, I would say the, the strip set and the touchdown <laughs> by D.A. and um, D.Lo. DA, another guy who didn't get a lot yeah. of love. And this is y'all are kind of um, I know Rod Marinelli had the mighty orphans line. I mean, y'all are really just kind of the 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 true and total underdogs. A lot of people I'm sure you have seen in your mentions and Instagram, you know, tags and things like that. A lot of people would have said your 57 yard touchdown uh, was their play of the game, their favorite play of the game. I had you in my stock up report because let's be honest, it was amazing. You you get lumped into this category of being like, well, you know, Zeke's the bruiser and Pollard is, is the flashy guy. Pollard's the, the faster one. I think you both can do both things. This was a yeah. really physical run. Um, I told you before we started that I had it for you available here. So I'm going to play it really quickly. Have you seen this yet? Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. <laughs> okay, I would imagine so. Uh, this was sick. So I'm going to try to go somewhat slow here. Um, so the ball is snapped. And you're handed, obviously, the ball. So what are you thinking right here in the middle of all? No no one's thinking at this moment, Tony, that this is a touchdown run. Um, I mean, I seen daylight. The um, O-line did a good job, you know, stretching the defense out, getting them moving, and then getting space inside. And I seen a, a crease that I thought I could get through. And then I just tried to switch into another gear and explode through it. Um, ran through an arm tackle. Then I felt the safety coming, jumping for my legs, so I – pick my legs up to get out of that one and so then when i saw yeah you're wearing the q collar right now so you're light you're agile in the let's be honest too you're much faster in number 20 like if you're wearing 36 you're a step slower like that's just you know those yeah, are the facts that's true <laughs> so uh so you're saying this is where you feel the safety coming for your legs right here right yeah Exactly. And so so at, at this point, I do think that a lot of people think and our podcast audience can't see this, but our YouTube audience can. You have to think I'm gone. Right. I mean, you're at the 50 yard line. There's a handful of people in the world who could think I'm gone. Or do you think at this moment that you're scoring? Um, Not yet. It was after I beat after I broke the second tackle after this one. That's when I that's when I knew. OK. I was gone. So there's, this, this is the the dancing that people know you for. There's a, a little stiff arm too. Like again, this kind of yeah. had it all. Um, you know, do you feel like your stiff arm game? Maybe again, people don't consider you that physical of a runner, but you got to be pretty physical to do something like this. Yeah, I mean, I have a pretty good stiff arm. 
<laughs> and you're right-handed, right? So this is the left hand that you're stiff arming with. True. So um, pretty well, you know, done right here. And again, I'll be honest. At this moment, I thought, oh man, like what looked like because we're also watching the broadcast. This isn't the all twenty-two or anything. I thought, okay, maybe he's going to get bumped out of bounds here because you were getting a little bit closer. But you keep moving, obviously, and you've got your man out there blocking for you. There comes Simi, right? Way to go, Simi Fajoko. And it kind of looks like you're going to get caught here. Were you? Could you feel the man behind you at this point? Yeah, after I broke the last tackle with the stiff arm and jumped out of it, I felt 36 behind me, and he was already running full speed, and I'm just getting out of a tackle, so I'm knowing his momentum will catch up to me faster, so I knew I had to weave. And, and when I seen my guys blocking, that was just perfect timing. Right. Plus, again, he's wearing 36, so you're a lot faster than him just, you know, because of the uniform. <laughs> uh, so he cuts you cut back in and then the the trash happens. The chaos happens off to your right side. This is where, you, Tony, you have to think that you're scoring. Yeah, I already knew from that point that I was scoring. All right, so I'm just going to let it ride itself out. There comes Peyton Hendershot with the block at the end just for good measure. That was awesome. Um, where does this rank for you as far as your touchdown runs as a member of the Dallas Cowboys? I think that may be that may be number one. That I don't know if you remember one. it. This was the thought I had yesterday because we're recording this on Monday. Um, you had a great game last year in this building, although against the other team, against the Chargers. So, like, this is kind of Tony Pollard's house. <laughs> I mean, you know, just, hey, I'm I'm out here to work for you. I messed up earlier with the, the mute function. That was my bad. Um, rest of the season, Tony. Dak's coming back. James Washington at some point. Tyron at some point. Who knows? I mean, it, it, you guys seem so good at taking this thing week to week to week. Um, is that the mentality? Is that the message from Mike McCarthy? Just go one and know every week, all the kind of classic football cliches? I mean, pretty much that's basically what it is. I mean, you don't want to get too far ahead of yourself or – thinking about what you're going to do two, three weeks ahead, you know, when you got an opponent each and every week that you got to respect, you know, to the utmost and then go out there and get your all. Um, I would not be doing my job if I didn't like fish for a quote. I'm wearing a kind of a green polo. You mentioned the next opponent. You guys are playing the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday night football. I have to imagine, you know, how big of a game that is. Do you want to just come out here and give us like a hundred thousand views and say, Hey, we're going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles 50 to nothing. You want to do me that favor or not? Uh, I tell you, stay tuned. Just stay tuned. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Tony Pollard, once again, wearing the Q collar from Q30 this season. It looks cool. I At first, you know, the just the look. I'm all for the benefits, but um, the yeah. look threw me off a little bit at the very beginning. It, it but took I'm, a while I'm coming around. on me. Yeah, it took me a minute. And now Mike has got one too, right? Like you're, because it, 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 Tony, it's also the face mask is a little weird. Um, yeah. Like that's, that's, God, tell me, like that's a big visor that you're wearing. It is, but. <laughs> um, the helmet it makes a difference the helmet plus the cue collar i feel like i'm on a different level of protection on the field honestly that's awesome tony pollard dallas Cowboys running back thank you so much for taking the time to join us best of luck the rest of the season health uh to you and all your teammates we're looking forward to watching you thanks for making the last month the whole season and your entire cowboys career so far so much fun yes sir appreciate it thanks for having me